This world carries some pretty mixed messages. How do you sort out the facts from the fiction? Sometimes you just need the real scoop without the BS. Well, here we go. Welcome to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. Get ready for awareness, insight, and fun. Now, here are your hosts, Brad and Julie. I think it's about time we start advocating for a better human experience. You mean like taking care of a human 101? Just like it. Like not, we're talking about raising children. We're not talking about raising kids. We're talking about raising humans. That's right. We're not talking about raising children. We're talking about your better human experience. Oh, I love the way you say that. Welcome to another episode of No BS Talk. Where there will be no BS. Because we know BS. I'm Brad Lovell and... I'm Julie Turner. Thanks for stopping by. Mm-hmm. Well, today we're going to unpack the better uh, human experience. We're going to start with none other than nutrition. Yes, one of my very favorite topics. So over the next few episodes, Brad, I would love to really unpack the better human experience, the different components of what makes the very basics, the foundations of a good life. And nutrition is a big one for mm-hmm. me. There's movement and rest. Sleep. Sleep. That's a good one too. Absolutely. Breathing. But Breathing's I, important. I love I love the fact that you're starting with foundations because, well, Julie loves foundations. Julie does love foundations and Brad loves the brain. Just wait till we dig into the brain. That sounds kind of graphic. Bwah. Yeah, Brad does like it <laughs> for sure. So really, the whole point of this whole thing is we're going to get back to basics. Absolutely, we are. Because you got to walk before you can run. That's right. So... Basics in nutrition, what does that look like? There's so much confusion around the way that we are supposed to eat, the things we're supposed to do. There's so many diets out there and so many people, people love their labels when it comes to nutrition. Like, and I, people should love their labels, but I mean labels like, I'm a vegan, I'm paleo, I'm all these things. These two vegans walk into a bar. Yeah. Brad loves to tell his jokes. Hmm, not really. It's except, just a great setup. Except that he does it with such character and you guys can't see it. Uh, so that makes days, me a little bit sad. It'll be TV before you know it. <laughs> uh, did everyone out there hear that? We need TV. Mm-hmm. Not, to, not to have a TV. Don't worry. We don't need to be supplied with a TV. We so need to be on TV. Back to nutrition though, Julie. I mean, the real <laughs> serious part of it though, it, for me, is is it hard cheesies or fluffy ones? Oh, Brad. We were going to not let Brad speak on this episode just in case he started speaking of junk food, but Mm -hmm. we allowed him anyways. So no, it's not about that. (laughs) But it truly is about getting back to basics. And I know people love their their supplementation and Mm -hmm. their special recipes and their special um, types of diets. But at the end of the day, again, you have to walk before you can run. We need to really dig back into natural whole foods there's there's a huge market out there of packaged foods that arguably are not actually food Mm -hmm. if you look at the ingredients list and you can't pronounce any of those words Mm -hmm. what are you doing I would agree with you 100%. And I, you know, I'm just joking about the uh, the cheesies. I'm very, very well aware of, you know, trying to eat well, trying to eat clean. And yes, I agree with you so. in the fact that, you know, there is some miscommunication out there as far as, and misunderstanding as mm-hmm. far as, you know, what's good for you and what's not. 
Absolutely. Right? And so that's why we're presenting this because really this is something we all should have learned in school. And if we did and we forgot it, we should get it back into our lives. For sure. And things like nutrition, that's that's one thing that we actually should have learned in school. But the facts are that science progresses. We realize, oh, maybe that wasn't 100% what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't be relying on science for how you eat. We should actually be able to just again drill back to the very basics like biohacking is something we will bring up in the future and i do love biohacking but if you are eating junk and then hopping into an ice bath to optimize and i'm doing air quotes here people Mm -hmm. what exactly are you optimizing i feel like we're missing the point if we are not getting our foundations underneath us first well i don't have anything to say against where you're going with this one, sister. (laughs) Well, let's talk about what the basics might look like. Well, that's absolutely worth mentioning. Well, the basics are literally your fruit, vegetables, meats, and of course, some complex carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. Now, again, there's people go back and forth and they're like, oh, but this one has a high glycemic index and all this kind of stuff. But if you are eating at McDonald's and you're you're sitting there judging what has a high glycemic index in your other meals, then again, you're missing the point. Get back to eating whole foods, something that maybe doesn't have an ingredients list on it because it doesn't need one. It is a banana, it looks like a banana, and it's gonna taste like a banana. Right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, we can go into the to the science and how to optimize your nutrition. There's so much talk around that, and I'm sure that you've seen many companies that are like, oh, if you take this supplement, you can eat whatever you want. Well, I think what, I think what you're getting Yikes. at- Yeah, you're right. And I think what you're getting at here is a couple of things. A, are we getting ahead of ourselves? You know, like, uh, I'm not eating healthy, so I'm gonna go on this diet. Well, if you were right. just eating clean and healthy before that, then you wouldn't need to go on the diet. So we're getting into the whole, you know, your diet should be a lifestyle yes. thing. Diet is is not something I will ever prescribe. Right. That's, it, it is a lifestyle. And again, drilling back to actually taking care of you as a human. And another major facet that plays into this as far as our education on nutrition and maybe why people even like myself, you know, that I fully well know that eating spinach is better for me than eating cheesies, right? <laughs> like I'm very aware. I watched Popeye when I was a kid. Like I'm right. not a dumb guy. That's where right? Brad got his nutrition I even learned stuff off Teletubbies too. Like <laughs> we're not going to get into it. But someday. Where I'm kind of going with this in a subtle way is the marketing and media around nutrition. Oh my goodness, yes. Okay, so those are the two things. So I love the fact that you're taking this back to the egg you're simplifying it and it literally is the things you should have learned in school for anybody that forgot or doesn't know this is really important stuff it's really easy to understand it's very basic right it is very basic and we want to keep it as very basic this show this episode that we're doing right now is not if you're an elite athlete if you although if you're an elite athlete you could probably learn some things as well because there is, there is nothing better for the human body than natural foods. And there are so many things out there that are not natural foods. So, mm. you know, if I, if I were to end it right here, my advice would be 
stop eating things that have an ingredients list. If it comes out of a box, you you probably shouldn't be eating it, mm-hmm. at least not on mass. And you know, we all have our little we all have our little things that we do. And and I'm actually you know willing to to stand up and say I love sugar substitutes. Right. I don't eat a lot of sugar, but I eat quite a bit of sugar substitutes, and and that's something that I'm working on getting out of my diet. And when I say working on, I, it's it's it started today. <laughs> Well, in all honesty, it started today because I'm like, I'm doing a nutrition segment. That's something that we should stress right here and right now is we're not here to lecture. No, we're we're not perfect. You know, I got a girlfriend that made a whole bunch of cookies recently and it's just like, oh God, it's like. She tried to bring some to my house. Like a zombie. Not allowed. Like a zombie. I'm just going for the cookie. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing is we actually, a lot of foods are modified so that we crave them. They are made specifically, now not your girlfriend's cookies, hopefully, although that would be really ingenious of her if she managed to modify her cookies. She's got nice cookies. So you, she does have nice cookies, gotta admit. Girls got nice cookies. Um, however, mm-hmm. there is food that is modified so that we crave the taste of it. There's also, as you were saying, marketing. Like it is amazing the marketing and the dollars that have gone into marketing things that are not good for us to eat like how is that even allowed is my opinion and honestly if brad doesn't cry too much i will i i may get on a soapbox during this episode about how it should simply not be allowed we are allowing the government to to say oh this is good to eat and we're just believing it we're just believing it. We're not doing our due diligence to see if it is actually something that is helping our bodies because it really should. Food is fuel for your body. It should help you and absolutely it should taste good. I would agree 100% and I mean I don't want to uh <clears throat> I don't want to create paranoia. Okay, but my thing is this. You know, I'm a marketing guy. I'm also a guy that mm-hmm. studies the brain. Yeah. And I love mentalist type stuff. I saw a thing the other night on TV that was this magician guy influencing a bunch of influencers and right. they didn't even know they were getting had. Yep. Which I found fascinating. I and love none that of us stuff. Do. You know, so I'm a marketing guy. I love the brain and the whole mental aspect of things. And I'm a Scorpio, which means naturally I'm paranoid. So all of those things make me look at a billboard and I go, what are you trying to do to me? What are you selling me? Right. So this is my point is, you know, in a colorful way, is just be aware when you're getting sold. Yeah, absolutely. Be aware of what you're getting sold and when you're getting sold because the bottom line is spinach is better than cheesies. Absolutely. And End if somebody's story. telling you, you can eat whatever you want if they take if you take this supplement or drink this drink or whatever, mm. please know that that is not beneficial for your body. Yeah. Like it is simply not beneficial for your body. For so long, we believed that calories in, calories out. And yeah. then we went to, you should never eat carbohydrates or you should never eat fat. And, and all of that stuff is just so confusing and so many mixed messages. Really bring it back to eating foods that do not have to be processed so that you can eat them that are not full of chemicals well it's the, really as simple as that to rea- start with yeah it to start with i mean because we're talking about keeping it basic here yes right absolutely you know so if you're just aware of all of these things 
mm, it can make just such a huge difference so fast. Absolutely. So fast. Like I say absolutely a lot. That's because I'm right. <laughs> this is true. This is true. It's all your fault, Brad. Thank yeah. you for that. No, but it's I'm, not you, me, Tim. I'm going to use a personal, uh, personal thing. Um, example. Years ago, um, I used, like a lot of people, I would go to the coffee place and I would order a coffee, a latte, and I would do that like five times a day. And then I realized, you know what, not only am I spending 20, 25 bucks just on coffee, it's like, holy cow, like how much sugar and stuff am I like ingesting with yeah. this, right? So then I went down to like black coffee because I got tired of standing in the lineup, waiting for my latte, and Brad just is not a patient sheer man. Sheer frustration, and then I finally ended up just drinking my coffee black because I realized that you know there was people that were making a career out of putting sugar in their coffee. But when I did the math, not accidental only was, health. Well, uh, way accident, to go! Just, just, just <laughs> from being an angry man, right? Um, <laughs> There's other things that, that are repercussions to angry man. Please don't that. become angry I'm man. Not recommend that. <laughs> but my point is, is I saved a ton of cash and. A, shit ton of calories in sugar absolutely right just by taking my coffee black yeah it's as simple as that and we have so many other tips for you guys mm. next we're gonna have a segment coming up next that i'm really excited about because honestly bit of a girl crush on our next guest oh yeah who have we got we've got we've got this fabulous nutrition expert that's coming up in our show very shortly she is wendy michelle precision wellness expert she's also a holistic nutritionist and a published author you can actually find her at wendy with an i michelle.com which honestly you guys check her out she's amazing and she actually one of the things that she she says is not to get your nutrition advice from social media which i wholeheartedly agree having said that she has awesome social media mm -hmm. as do we do we yeah we oh, do yeah. have awesome you do all that stuff. i don't even yeah look. i'm a little bit the social media person yeah. and, and we do have fabulous social media speaking of social media we mm. also have conversations on social media we do don't we we do every tuesday at 3 p.m pacific time after this show airs we are at nobstalk.ca and we will be live on facebook discussing the episode absolutely discussing the episode and whatever else you guys bring to the table that's right we want questions and we want you know we even want cries of outrage i'm good with that i'm, I'm good really with good with outrage. cries of outrage often they come from brad i'd really prefer it if we got some from a few other people mm -hmm. so if you'd like to come and comment please remember to do so on tuesdays at 3 p.m on facebook live we would love that yeah. and so we're coming right into the break here but i don't think we welcomed every well we did welcome everybody we said like thank you for listening yeah right we so did. thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for this uh, this wonderful interview on nutrition with Wendy Michelle. And uh, I'm super excited, Brad. I can tell. If only you people could see her right now. She's if so only. excited. See you soon. Creativity, history shows, endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and the unique knowledge of creativity, how to own it and how to value it. You're creative, and you deserve it. 
Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at NoBSTalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show. So now I'm super excited to bring to you our specialist for today. Mm -hmm. So as we've already mentioned, uh, this is Wendy Michelle, and she is a precision wellness specialist. And we'll get to what that is exactly. Thank you so much for being here, Wendy. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We're excited too. I'm terribly excited. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell he's terribly excited. <laughs> I'm not just excited, I'm terribly excited. <laughs> so Wendy, Brad and I have been talking a little bit about the importance of literally taking care of the human body into the, um, the experience that we have, we like to call it. The better human experience. It's like he's been here before. So. <laughs> We want to uh, access you to get a little bit more about your expertise, but before we do that, we would love to allow our audience to get to know you a little bit better. So we've got a few questions for you if that works for you. Absolutely. Awesome. Are you using the trick questions? Well, yeah, always. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite, my favorite. I'm a specialist at trick questions as well, so... Yeah, absolutely. It goes on the card. That's on my card, I swear. <laughs> Let's just start with a simple one, though. Okay. Let's just start with who you are. Exactly, you know, who you are, what you do, titles, all that fun stuff that maybe people should know. Sure. So, my name is Wendy Michelle, and as y'all mentioned, I'm a precision wellness specialist, which encompasses a lot of things, which we'll get into, but primarily I have been in the health and wellness industry in pretty much every facet for 20 years. So I've watched trends come and go and science come forward and then have to back back out and apologize. I've seen it all and lived through it all and am still fascinated by it and still love it more than ever. And it's everything from physical fitness as a personal trainer to nutrition and supplementation, advanced wellness, genetics, epigenetics, a very long boring list but basically I love people and I love exploring with them what their individual potential is and how we can get there that's awesome and I love what you said about science having to come in and then come back out and that's what science is we -hmm. should be continuing to learn and progress but some people checked out their details in 1970 and went oh I got it I know how to do everything now 
and they never revisit. So Brad and I talk a lot about revisiting belief systems and science as well. I'm allowed to change my mind. <laughs> so can science. Absolutely. <laughs> so why do you do what you do other than the fact that you love humans? It's something that I can't not do. It's one of those things that even if there wasn't a, a role in life, like a career or a position, I can't help but have these conversations with people. There's just something in me that, one, is just genuinely curious about people and, and why we do what we do and, and what makes us think the way we think and speak the way we speak and relate to one person and not another. I think that would just naturally come about. But also just in my own experience, I had, you know, even I had been in the industry for quite some time and even still had this really crazy health experience of my own that left me basically paralyzed and having seizures and all kinds of crazy symptoms. And as somebody who was, you know, the self-touted like expert, I was like, how is this happening to me? If this is happening to me, what are other people going through? And that really set me on a whole new path for um, just exploring, like, what are people being told? Because that was one of the biggest things that I realized in that moment was, man, I thought I had a certification in something, and apparently I don't know anything. So where, where else are these gaps, and how many people are falling into them, and and how can I make sure that I'm equipped to answer people at these gaps and or come up with solutions to yeah. innovate around these gaps? Because there's a lot of things that we're not told or that are not very glamorous. So we, they don't get talked about and yet they are the biggest pitfalls. So that's really why I do it. I just think that health is a human right. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I think that's that really resonates with both Brad and I. And, and Part of the reason why we even started this show in the first place is because there are so many, um, we're all individuals and we all experience so many different things. And if we, if there's one recipe for success out there or even 20, we don't necessarily fall into it. And, and what are the gaps is the big question. So yeah, that's, that's great. We could probably go into that one for hours. Well, and, and, when when it suddenly gets personal, so to speak, mm -hmm. that's when it really resonates and that's when it really lands. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, I mean, as a precision wellness specialist, you know, I'm sure that, you, like you said, you've got a very wide gamut of things that you deal with. Is there any one thing that particularly comes to your mind that, you know, is something that you really specialize in, in being a specialist? I would, I would say nutrition is still something that I really specialize in, but not necessarily in the, in the case in which I think most people would anticipate like, oh, well, she just must be really good at making, making diets. I would say I'm really good at helping people with their relationship with food and understanding that they have within them a knowledge base that they can tap into to, to find out for themselves what is best to eat. And I'm really good at moving obstacles out of the way and false beliefs that have been hammered in by marketing or media mm. that are not serving them and actually hurting them tremendously. And so to me, it's more about the relationship with food first and foremost, and mm. then, you know, the grocery shopping and selection and so on, because I'm also in the food industry. So I have 
a lot of knowledge around not just the marketing side of things, but also just food production and how there's a lot of things that don't even make it onto the label that are going on, you know, in a production right. facility. So it's, it's that I'd say that the food and the nutrition is where I still specialize. Well, it's a good thing we're talking about food and nutrition. It is. And I would <laughs> just, you know, hopefully, I'm really hoping I'm going to put you on the spot right now that you'll come back on our show uh, another time, because I would love to dig into that conversation. People don't realize I actually had a gentleman send me a message yesterday and he's 50 some years old. I had no idea how much fat and sugar are in peanut butter. I'm like, you've been eating peanut butter for 50 years. How do you not know? And that's with a label on there, let alone the things that aren't shown, the things that we don't know. And it's accessible, but we, a lot of us, and I'm going on a tangent now, a lot of us uh, assume that if it's on the shelf, it's safe, go forth. Yeah. And and that's not necessarily true. Nope. So thank you for doing what you do. Yes, of course. This, um, is, this is very congruent. I'm just going to head on like you two talk. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we, we do still have a question for you. Sure. Um, and again, we do like to throw people under the bus. So this next question is, what would your high school self Say about who you are today. Wow, that's a fun question. We think so. I I actually think that. So can I get a little bit extra personal on this? Absolutely, no filters here. Literally, no no filters. Amazing. So I actually had my daughter when I was fifteen. So I was a mom in high school. So I had to kind of preface it with that because I think that that will make the answer make a little bit more sense. So if you were if. And the question is what I would tell what my high school self would think of me now. Yes. Right? Okay. So um, I feel like my high school self would be so pumped with who I am now because at that point in my life, there wasn't a single person that was encouraging or hopeful or anticipating any level of success for me at all because it was, you know, the prediction was I would be this standard statistical, you know, teen mom. And so to have come to where I've landed at this point in time and been through everything that I've been through up till now, I think my high school version of myself would would probably find me to be surprisingly her hero, I think. I think so as well. And just for everybody that's, that's out awesome. there that's listening – Thank you for sharing that, for starters. And uh, we, Brad and I, went down to California, and that's where we met Wendy. And I instantly had a girl crush on her, um, which has only happened once uh, one other time in my life. So that's why she's here today is because, you know, I've been hunting her down. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say this. So, <laughs> so I, that is so beautiful. And without a doubt, your high school you would be, very, I'm picturing you with a cape on. I can see you with a cape, that hero cape, standing in hero yeah. stance. So. I think that's very touching, actually. Yeah, I think that's awesome. beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, as we spoke of, we previous to, to coming on here, we were talking about how we would like nutrition, simple nutrition, to be a little more understood and a little more accessible for the for the average Joe. You know, our our, our listeners are are people who 
you know, maybe they're not reading every label and we don't have that expectation, but where do they start if they just want to start, you know, understanding nutrition a little bit better? Well, ideally they wouldn't start on Instagram. So I'd like to start with that. I'd like to start where, where not to go. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> um, I think that we need to get back to being better at being community. And that's an interesting thing to, to mention, especially in the current situation. But it, there's so much value in being tribal mm-hmm. and having people around us that are, you know, are, are, are maybe older than us or we consider mentors or we just look up to in general. And I think that's the best place to start is find somebody that you know just as a friend or that you want me to hire as a professional that you just admire and you really – there's something about – them that you feel safe around because anytime you talk about food or nutrition, there's gonna all, you have to expect that there's gonna be a need for vulnerability and accountability. And so, somebody that you resonate with that you feel like you have a certain level of trust or connection with, and they don't have to be a professional necessarily, but see how they live their life. They, for some reason, whenever everybody else is out eating, you know, whatever they're eating, that person still is having a great time, still is part of the tribe, part of the event, and they just also are making a different food choice, and you just have to wonder, I wish, you know, how do they do that? How do they, how are they able to do all of life and still make these choices? And find those people and start there and ask them. Just ask them simple questions, like, if you could only give me one piece of advice and what I could start doing today that you feel like would move the needle the most, what do you think that would be? And if this person knows you or knows at least a little bit about you, they'll probably give you better advice than you could spend hours scouring the internet for. And it'll be more close to home and it will be more personalized, which of course I'm a huge fan of. I think nutrition has to be precision, has to be about the individual. And it's you're getting it directly from somebody who is going to be accountable to you for it when it doesn't work or if it does work. You're either going to go hug them one day or you're going to go smack them one day because it's very easy to give advice at a distance when you know that you're not really connected to that person because, oh, well, like if it doesn't work, no big deal. But this is your neighbor or part of your community. You're going to think a little bit harder about how you advise them. So that to me is like the number one easiest place to start if you just need a little, a little help in the right direction. Right. I love that. And it's a little bit like a mentorship. Very much like a mentorship. And I, I love that, uh, the accountability aspect, right? And I, I also very much enjoy the use of don't start on Instagram because that's so easy for us to go and judge ourselves against the people on Instagram who are showing only their perfect selves um, and only their perfect day. Uh, so that's that's something that, honestly, social media has its place. I, I think it's lost its way a little bit, but, you know, that's just my personal opinion. I will keep my personal opinions. Oh, no, I'm going to share them. <laughs> What's going to happen? Your job is to trigger mine, okay? <laughs> yeah, it really is my job to trigger. <laughs> no, I think that's really, really interesting. And the fact that you know, food, of all things, can be a little bit polarizing in this day and age. You know, it, it, you know these two vegans walk into a bar, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's this, it's, people can get really uptight about even being asked, right? So I love your approach of, you know, somebody who's within your community, mm-hmm. right? Because it makes it safer because that can be a really weird thing, that whole food thing. Yes, absolutely. And, I, and accessing people 
I always look, if I'm going to look up to somebody, there's, there's got to be a reason. I, gotta, I actually need to value their opinion, their insight, and who they are. And, and that's really important to me and not always easy to do. Yeah, I do want to add, because I did get a little bit passionate there in case you couldn't tell <laughs> when you mentioned about the, I had this, I just did this whole discussion around what diets are not, because everybody wants to know what is the best diet, what should I be mm-hmm. eating, and I, and I specifically spoke about how diets are not religion, they are not a club, they are not a political party and y'all can totally be friends with people who don't have the same diet as you without trying to get them to come to your side. Like it's not a debatable topic. This is very personal information. It's extremely intimate decision that people make. And if it wasn't like a social experience, we probably would never tell anybody what we eat because it is that personal. And the fact that we will argue with somebody for any amount of time about what, now, unless of course, like they're killing themselves and it's clearly becoming like Mm -hmm. a a life or death problem. We might make some suggestions, but even at that point to say, do it my way, I know best is just, it is the, the, it is not an example of healthcare. I'll put it that way. I would agree with that 100%. Absolutely. I agree. Thank you. That's, I was going to ask you um, because I was pretty sure I knew the answer about you know diets i have such a hard time i i i don't associate with any label when it comes to my eating i eat what makes my body feel good and what allows me to continue to have the energy i need to do the things i want to do and i do have a bit of education behind that but honestly that's that's something we all need to look at Mm. you know are are you feeling good after you eat are you you know it's it's not rocket surgery, as Mike Myers would say. Rocket surgery. <laughs> and most people don't know. They don't. Uh, that's part of like one of my main questionnaires when I'm first working with a client is, you know, what foods make you feel tired? What foods make you feel energized? When you eat something, you know, or, or, or if, you, if they have a particular symptom or something, I'll say, well, when do you notice them? They're complete. They don't. They have no idea. They do not know why they're tired every day. They don't, they haven't drawn the correlation between the migraine and the food or the migraine and the yes. environmental factor. It's, it's, there's so much power in reconnecting people to the stuff that's influencing their inner being, their, their, their mood, their, obviously their energy and so on. So it's like that stuff to me is the first thing to talk about every time. Well, and it's interesting, too, because to go back to what you said, and I'm just kind of connecting dots here, we assume that because it's on a shelf, it's safe, right? So you just go out there and you buy all the stuff. It's like, oh, I like that, I like that, I like that. And you don't realize that there's other components to this whole shenanigan. Well, we, we aren't, uh, and I say we um, generalizing for sure, but there's a lot of people not taking responsibility for their health because they assume that somebody else will. And the guy who made the jar peanut butter. Right, yes, exactly. <laughs> but but we're, we're so grateful for this conversation. I wanted to, every, every time we do a no BS talk, we have something that we like to call the no BS recipe for success. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it's a recipe, like an actual food recipe, and sometimes it is uh, a mindset thing. But it's the N-O recipe for success. So do you have, as we throw you under the bus, 
Do you have something, whether it's food or just like a, a mantra that you say, whatever, whatever comes to mind first. I love to do the whatever comes to mind. Do you have something that you can offer our audience that you would like to share? Yeah, I would say, I mean, what just came to mind is, I, and I think that this is a very helpful tool, is for one week, don't ask anybody anything about food. Interesting. Don't research it and don't ask anybody anything and learn how to pay attention to yourself. See what, come, see what comes up and, and, and eat based on that. I, love I think that. that there's so much to tell and just that alone. And it also will show how much you're actually relying on the external factors to make a very personal decision for you. Where, who are you handing your power over to really? That's the question. Right. We love her a little bit, don't we, Brad? I like the simplicity of that very much. Yes, as do I. I'm a very simple man. <laughs> He's not. He's not a simple man at all. There's a lot of confusion up there. Um, Okay. Anyway, I digress. We're very simple men. <laughs> okay, well, that'll, that'll buy into it. Um, thank you so much for your time today, and I'm hoping that you will agree to come back and visit us. There, you know, Just in today's short little episode, I can think of 10 other things that we could branch off yeah. and, and really support you know, the No BS audience. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would love that. Wonderful. I think it'll happen. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we'll allow you to go and enjoy the rest of your day. Now, is there anything, um, we'll get all of your information and all your links and that to, to put underneath this video or in the, uh, on, in the radio, mm -hmm. uh, our website. I'm really great with English today, but is there a special way you would like people to get a hold of you? The best way is just through my website, wendymichelle.com. It's the fastest. It's, I have somebody watching that box that at all times. So any messages that come in, I'm pretty much notified right away. So that's the best place. Awesome. Well, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much, Wendy. Thank you. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are, it's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. Creativity, history shows, endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and the unique knowledge of creativity. How to own it and how to value it. You're creative and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at NoBSTalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is KNOWBSTalk.ca. Now, back to the show.
I am so grateful for amazing experts like Wendy. Experts that realize that you don't have to be an expert to actually take care of your health. I love the way she put a lot of things in that interview. Absolutely. I love that she spoke of mentors. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that it's great if you want to hire a nutritionist or anybody else to support you. But sometimes you just need to look at people who are already living the life you want to live in at least that area. And it would be awesome if you were looking at somebody who was literally living exactly as you'd like to live. Mm. It's great to have mentors. It's huge. Well, I'm going to go back to what I said in the opening segment. It's like, this is very simple. Mm -hmm. It's easy to navigate if you're just aware of it. And it doesn't have to cost a ton of money. As a matter (laughs) of fact, it will cost you less money. I guarantee, I absolutely guarantee if you start eating whole foods and taking care of your health, it will cost you less money, not only actually directly in the food, but then in the things like Tums that you no Mm. longer have to take and all the different little medications. It actually makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. But Brad, I also don't want people to think like, I've been trying to eat better for years and it is hard. Because it is, because as we've mentioned, there is science that is going to play and marketing that is coming to play to actually get you to want eat th- to want to eat things that you should not be eating. Well, that's what marketing's for. It's everywhere. Right? And I mean, the world is getting smarter now. I mean, my dad had a quadruple heart bypass when he was 59 years old. He never smoked and barely drank. Right. Right? And that basically came down to his diet. Right. Growing up, because mm. in 1950, you didn't know any better. Exactly. Right? We know better now. Yes. And one of the things that Wendy said in her interview was health is a human right. Absolutely. Right? I love that. But I'm going to jump on top of that and just extend that it's also our own responsibility. Yes. We need to have accountability right. for the way that we are living our lives and for the research that we do. Yep. And I'm, you know, I'm not preaching because I have my own hangups just like anybody else. But the reality is, is once you take control of your own nutrition Mm -hmm. and start seeing some of these things for what they actually are, am I being sold? Like, do I really want a burger? be gentle with yourself. Do I really want a chocolate bar or can I grab a banana? Right. You know, do I really want a sundae or can I grab a yogurt? Like, where's the psychology of it coming from? That's what I always, you know, kind of ask Where's the psychology coming from? Yeah, sure, it's great. You know, because nine times out of ten with marketing, being a marketing guy, they're selling you an emotion. They're selling Mm -hmm. you a feeling. That's what marketing is. Right? They give you a problem and solve it. A lot of times. Absolutely. You are very hungry. Is your stomach growling? Hungry. And then they show you a burger. It's like, oh, my stomach is growling. And look at my saliva glands working now. Salivary Mm -hmm. glands. Let's call it what it is. So if, if, if you're out there and you're not... You never think about this, just think about it because you can be smarter than your own brain, which we talk about a lot. We will talk about that more. And you can be smarter than the marketing guys. And really, honestly, once you start choosing a banana over, you know, something else that's like a process thing, you'll find over time that if you adopt that attitude, you're going to feel a ton better. Absolutely. And I really need to stop saying absolutely so much. But That's I want because I'm always I want, right. You are. You just are. He's not. I really want to speak directly to the people that are sitting there right now going, life is short. I'm having the cheeseburger. I got to tell you, life is the longest thing you are going to do. And how do you want to feel while doing it? Do you want to come to 
a hundred years old and feel pretty darn good? Or do you want to make it to 70 and have inflammation, i.e. arthritis, Mm. and all these other little things that we actually don't have to have as humans, but we do tend to because of our diets. Especially, you know, this this is obviously an international show mm-hmm. and not every country is gonna go, yeah, that's me. But there's right. quite a few countries out there that are like, oh yeah, I've mm-hmm. been I've not been taking care of that. And and that's okay. We're not judging. We're truly, truly not judging. It's it's an epidemic. Well, the truth is, okay, I have just as much trouble resisting a cookie that's sitting on my counter as anybody else. Mm, so what do you do in that case? Not you specifically, but right. how do you stop late at night, that cake is sitting there, those cookies are sitting there. What's What could we possibly do so that we don't want to eat that? Well, there's numerous things you can do. You can eat better during the day and adopt a different attitude. There's a big obvious one though, Brad. Eat the cookie? <laughs> No, Brad, no. Remember, life is the longest thing you will ever do. (laughs) I was trying to come clean here. It's not time for a treat. So Brad would eat the cookie, and Julie would not bring that food into her house. Mm. And that is really the key. Honestly, if you want to have a treat, because we're all, you know, we all have treats once in a while. For me personally, I will get that treat that I want at that moment. And if it's not in my house and I've got the munchies late at night, I'm probably going to have something healthier and that's a good thing. Mm. But if you're out and you're like, I'm going to buy a cookie or I actually love to bake. So sometimes I'll bake and then I'm, I dole it out to other people. So everyone gets to share in my crime. I mm-hmm. mean, what did I just admit to that? Right. <laughs> I've got any cookies from you. <laughs> have you never? No. That's actually shocking. I know. Mm. Wow. Interesting. What a slacker. I know. I'm there's a little bit of guilt, although we all know now that Brad has a girlfriend that literally bakes every week. <laughs> right now, every week. So, but where I was going with that though. Okay. And you Brad has a plan. what you just said kind of falls into it is delightful. Once you can understand these concepts, these very simple concepts it makes it much easier to resist mm-hmm. that cookie sitting on my counter or not in your house at all, as right. it may be, because you understand that the simplification of your diet becomes a lifestyle. Right. And it's not even just understanding it, but you're satiated if you're eating properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is this is Nutrition 101. This is back to whole foods, that kind of thing. And, and there are many, many different levels. Again, depending on what you're trying to achieve in your life. As I said, I love biohacking, but you can't biohack if you don't have the foundations. What the heck are you optimizing if you don't already have the foundations, right? Right. But I would love to spend the next little bit maybe debunking some of the things that we actually believe so some of the things that are already out there that we've just come to assume are are good things because honestly because we've been told that they are right and really well, for no other reason or we've just like through osmosis of society over the last 50 right. years that's where it comes well everyone does it of course every time i hear that everyone does it sentence it, it makes me cringe and honestly a lot of those things just don't pertain to people that are accountable for their own health mm-hmm. So, 
Do you have anything off the top of your head that you would like to um, to throw on the table? I certainly do if you don't. As far as debunking myths? Yeah, anything that anything that has literally gotten in the way in your life that you realized later, like, oh my goodness, that wasn't actually true or that wasn't relevant or whatever the case may in be. In regards to nutrition? That's what the subject we're on, but sure, throw anything out if you if you want to talk about other stuff. It's, it's totally up to you. No judgment here. No, you know what? I think I'll let you start with that one. Okay. Well, again, there are certain things like packaged food, for example. I've definitely had people argue with me, well, this cereal is heart smart. It says so right on the label. Right. I don't know if you're aware of this, Brad, but you can actually buy that heart smart label as a company. Companies can actually buy it. And there there may or may not be loosely based reasons why you're able to buy it, but that goes back to science and science often supports the company that is paying for the study. So what that means is in a vacuum, science will say, yes, this is this is absolutely got the nutrients that can support, mm. but it also has a lot of nutrients that don't. And I'm more worried about the chemicals and the extra thing you're putting in your body than the nutrition that it actually does supply. Why would we put those things in our bodies? Right. And in a roundabout way, one way to look at that is you can spin anything. Absolutely. You please please anything. remember I that most people this, have an agenda. I can say this fast food patty is full of protein and the burgers, you know, the, but it's all the other stuff. It's kind of like the roast beef is great for you, but the gravy, not so much. And, and that actually, that's not even right. necessarily true. We're talking about getting away from fillers and chemicals and stuff like that. If your grandma makes gravy, like I'm not a gravy person and you should really, really limit that type of fat. Right. But it's still way better than anything that's coming out of a fast food restaurant. Simple fact, they've got fillers in there. Right. What are those fillers? What is the meat that they use? What did they mm. feed that meat? It's unbelievable the things that they actually feed livestock. It's, it's actually, it should be criminal. If you want to do a little bit of research in there, by all means, do so. Right. Okay. As a guy who kind of sits on the outside of that a little bit, can I get carried away? And being a little bit too... What's the word? Like, um, oh, uh, I, I don't want to... Explain what you mean. Can well, you carry I just, away? You know, I, I know that... And I'm treading very lightly here because, you know, this is a bigger thing than me. Right. Right. But because I'm completely uneducated in this, pretty much, you know, I understand things that are being fed to our food chain mm -hmm. um, affect us. Absolutely. Right. But can that be, I guess there's marketing on both sides. Some mm -hmm. people are saying it's okay. Some people are saying it's not. Well, in the grand right? scheme so of things. So does this get too vigilant on both sides? And maybe this is a wormhole we don't want to go into here. Can it get too vigilant? I suppose it really depends on what you're looking for. But right. the fact is that, that I am speaking to the average Joe that mm. has no idea that that processed bread that says whole wheat on it is not good for him. He thinks it is. Right. And that's the next subject that I want to talk about. So many people are gluten-free. And the fact is, is that fruit and vegetables and meat are gluten-free. Mm -hmm. You don't need to go and buy a bunch of baked goods that are gluten-free to be 
gluten-free and they are still processed, they are still full of chemicals and they are still no better for your body. Now, if you're celiac, obviously you're gonna have less of a, an adverse reaction if you're eating baked goods that are gluten-free, mm-hmm. but it's still not nutritionally sound for your body. So that's where I'm trying to get at. I'm not trying to, and, and as far as going too far, absolutely you can always go too far on anything. Mm. So this is just wow. understand what you're putting in your body. Know that food primarily is for fuel. And, but don't judge yourself if you want to have a cookie. Don't judge mm. yourself if you have that bread. It's just, it just shouldn't be a staple of your daily diet. Right. And there's just there's some general little stuff that you can start with. You know, like I said, well, I was talking about my coffee earlier. Yeah. yeah. Just start by taking the sugar out of your coffee. Start by yep. choosing. I agree. You know, even though it might not be homemade, choose whole wheat bread over white. You know, like it's the smallest, yeah, but smallest, don't, smallest still, thing. Not as a daily thing you right. eat. Like it literally the processing just read the ingredients if you can't pronounce them don't eat it Mm. um speaking of Mm -hmm. simple ways to start we often if not always give a no bs recipe for success so that's n-o no bs Mm -hmm. recipe for success and wendy michelle gave us one in the last segment what do you want to remind them of what it was well the recipe for success according to wendy michelle which i would agree with is Eat whole foods for snacks this week. No. No, that's Julie's recipe for success. Wendy's is don't ask anyone about food this week. Don't ask anyone how they eat, what they're doing. So my recipe for success was going to be to eat whole foods as a snack. Just to add that one thing. If you're going to have a snack, please don't have a chocolate bar. Just add whole food. And that's, that's all that... I want you to start with for this week. So if I eat this paper, does that count? Does it? I, I guarantee if you read the ingredients on this paper, there'd be more than one ingredient. Probably it's should. not a whole food. I just stole your thunder and dismissed my cue. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. We are not perfect here. We're not pretending to be perfect here. We're all a work in progress. We appreciate that you're here with us to do some work. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming by. That's the important thing. Absolutely. That's the important thing, and we say it in every show. Take what we're talking about, think about it, talk about it. Absolutely. Come and talk to us about it on Facebook Live at 3 p.m. on Tuesday, 3 p.m. PST on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. We love to have conversations with the people that are listening to us um, because it's really, you know, sometimes Brad and I just don't want to talk to each other only. So please join us. I'll have a cheesy eating contest with the first person that shows up. No, we won't. Okay, I won't. Bye for now. Bye, gang. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Brad. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's edition of No BS Talk. Brad Lovell and Julie Turner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make sure you're here, too. 